Welcome to For the Love of Books, Bees Books Edition, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi, this is Barry. And this is Jenny. And we're here to talk about Bees Books. So this time around, the theme that Bee gave us was It's a Mystery. And we also have a mystery guest today. Does the mystery mysterious lady want to say hello? Okay then. Hello. <laughs> Oh, that's good. We were nervous she wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, it this could have good. been like a mystery guest without a voice. <laughs> so, yes, we, we have an exciting mystery guest, which we're really excited about. But first, the mystery books. Mm-hmm. Jenny, what book are you going to be talking about today? So, today I'm going to talk about one of my favourite ever books, which is mm-hmm. Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Oh, well, I'm glad you also pronounced her last name, because I never knew how to pronounce it. I'm just like... That's how I pronounce it, yes. whether that's real or not, I don't know. Yes, but you said it with confidence and that's what all counts Uh, my book is a book that Jenny recommended to me it's called Ink and Sigil Sigil? 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 Sigil, Sigil, yes, see I have a problem (laughs) with that word by Kevin Hearn and I have a secret bonus book which is on my e-reader um, it's called Death Set Sail by Robin Stevens and I'm showing it upside down for those who can't <laughs> see because my e-reader is positioned weirdly. But yes, those are my two books. Usually Jenny does two books mm-hmm. and I do one. So this time okay. I decided to switch it up. Excellent. What about you, Mystery Lady? Well, my book, which I read in the wrong order, is Ahead of the Game by J.D. Kirk. Oh. So it's book... I have to consult my list. It's book 10... In a series of 18 so I had to go back to the start and start from book one but you liked it so much that you did I go did. back to the yes. start that's what we like yes. that's what we but like but so did it is it like connected or are they standalone books you probably could read them and then just kind of pick up the gist but don't I'd, read them out of order Jenny made me Jenny made me <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I went back and started from the beginning but you could pick it up as you were going but back. are there like spoilers and things or is it just in fact I'd actually read the Hoon books, which is more books by J.D. Kirk, before I read these, so I kind of knew some of the characters already, but they weren't like Hoon had described them. Oh. So Hoon has his own series, like yeah. a separate series, but he's a character in the beginning of these. Um, and yeah. Uh-huh. That's a bit like the book that I was reading. Mm-hmm. So it's set. So it's. So it's set in Glasgow, which is why I was really excited to pick it up, and you recommended it to me. But it's a fantasy book and a mystery so it's a combination and it feels like there's something both familiar and unfamiliar for both fantasy fans and mystery fans because usually the kinds of fantasies I read are set in other worlds or much more about the magic systems whereas here it's like set in Glasgow and the main character he's this sort of kind of like a border agent between the magical world and the human world but in this case, he has to, there's, I think, two mysteries here to be figured out. One of the mysteries is there's, the, there's this uh, incident of fae trafficking. So like the fae folk, there's some trafficking incident going on. It sounds really, it sounds more like gritty adult mysteries than <laughs> fantasy. Like fantasy has usually not so realistic. I want to say realistic, but uh, it does have parallels to realistic. Like he talks about real trafficking as well like human trafficking and the other mystery that doesn't get solved in this is that he's cursed this guy whose name i've completely forgotten Mm -hmm. jenny might be able to remind me 
But his curse no Jenny is <laughs> it's also blank. Just give me my name, I'm Mr. Yes. Oh um Al. I think that is his name actually. <laughs> I don't think I've given it to him. But yes, his name is Al. And uh so the mystery is that he's been cursed. And by somebody. We don't know who. And the curse involves every time he talks to somebody. uh the more he talks to them the more they start to hate him eventually they just Are like people like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they just like cut off all contact and they're just disgusted with him they just like irrational hatred which as you're saying that mystery lady i've met people like that as well taken again so he then uses like a speech app on his phone to talk to people he wants to maintain relationships with if it's just like this one off rando he's like okay i'll use my voice but if it's somebody like his assistant or friends or whatever uh so yeah so that's the mystery that doesn't get solved uh and yeah that's I, i'll talk more about my book in a bit but did yeah. you like it though i i i like to know if i've recommended somebody i did enjoy it but not for i think the reasons i thought i would mm-hmm. like i really liked uh and i'm going to talk about this a little bit more i loved that it was set in glasgow and i like getting to know the city through uh the thing because i don't think it like i don't think i would pick it up for the fantasy bits of it even though it was interesting but i liked the characters and the setting more than the plot and the yeah so yeah was, so it, did. was it real glasgow or was it like made up for the book no, no real glasgow in fact uh like one of the things happens really close to where i live and i was like oh my god look at this my <laughs> name is that book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was fun and the like the really funny thing is that in the beginning of the book like uh sort of the author's note he writes about how he's included glaswegian dialects in it and like he was explaining to people because i think he's canadian or north american so he is like explaining to other non glaswegian people but as for me I was like isn't this obvious like yeah <laughs> so i've lived in the city long enough <laughs> okay, now that i know yes so like there is the glaswegian dialect and again like i sort of enjoyed these things that i didn't expect when i was reading the book and yeah so okay. i did Good. yes so jenny what about your book so as i say i've chosen one of my favorite books which is um rebecca by daphne de mori um have either of you read it no but i know that it's real it's good for this upcoming halloween season for uh-huh. what the yes. vibes i get yes it's it's kind of a mystery it is a mystery um so the the main character you never find out her name um she doesn't have a name to begin with and then she becomes mrs de winter um and she's a companion for this very horrible american lady black in the back in the kind of black and white movie era as i would say it is um and this mr de winter appears her um very annoying american lady becomes ill um so she's got some free time um and she ends up spending it with him and then they kind of fall in love and they get together um and then he takes her back to his house um in cornwall um where she meets Mrs Danvers who's possibly the most frightening character you will ever meet. Oh. Um she's the housekeeper of this big house and she really liked the old Mrs De Winter, Rebecca, and she does not like this new oh, one. Oh, so Rebecca is Rebecca's uh, the old wife. Um and the mystery is you kind of know that Rebecca died. Um but you don't know the details of it and as things are happening in the house, you kind of work out that maybe something untoward happened to her and that you know some certain people are involved and you've to kind of try and work out 
where it's going, what happened. You just find under the floorboards. She's not, so she did die. Or in, in the a, cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> no, although Mrs. Danvers probably would have kept her in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. um, she, she's kind of creepy. She kept like her bedroom exactly like it was. She would go in every day and clean it and, and all this kind of stuff. And very strange. Um, but no, she died in a sailing accident. Mm. Um, but there's obviously more to it. Um, and yes, there's lots of interesting characters. And as I say, although it's set a while ago, it's not specific what when it was. You kind of have to kind of work it out yourself. It could have been in the fifties. It could have been in the thirties. But it doesn't matter to the mm. story. All you know that she's a companion to this horrible American lady. I'll keep saying that because mm. American lady is very horrible. Oh. <laughs> um, and Mr. De Winter is twice her age, so she's about 20, 21, and he's about 40, 42. You can't see it, but I'm making a really disgusting face. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I'm sure no. there's lots of people out there that have read it and have went, have seen it in a different way. Mm. Um, I see it as a kind of mysterious love story, mm. but I'm sure there's people out there that kind of see it as him taking advantage of her um, and all that kind of stuff yeah. something darker yes yeah. but as you read through it actually you realise um, because she thinks that he is still besotted with his, his, his wife oh. um, and she kind of feels that she's just in the house is lurking basically um, oh yikes and Mrs Danvers doesn't help she's quite um, mean um, but then mm. some other characters appear and you think oh it wasn't all that you thought it was and I don't Ooh, want to spoil anything. I do love plot twists. <laughs> um, there's a cousin um, that comes around occasionally and um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. I really like it. Um, I know they've made many, many um, versions of it. Um, there's not one that I particularly like because I like the book too much. Yeah. Um, but if I was going to recommend one, it would be the black and white one actually with Joan Fontaine um, mm. as the mysterious... So it's an Here's old book, is it? It is oh, an it old is book. It's a classic. I yeah, see the sticker. Yeah, it's a proper classic, uh-huh. um, and it was, you know, um, out many moons ago. Right. Um, also, when they go back to the house in Cornwall, she's very good at describing because I think she was from Cornwall, like the Cornwall, how it was, you know, very rugged and the weather changes in an instant and things like that. It's very descriptive without mm. being boringly so. Um, and obviously it has one of the, the most famous introductions um, which is last night I dreamt I went to Manderley again which everybody um, actually says last night I dreamed of Manderley again mm. but that's actually the, the proper um, oh. the proper opening line it was very small text as well I, would <laughs> <like it. laughs> I must admit I did read my glasses a few times but if you're looking for something so it's not spooky spooky it's not well sometimes you are kind of sitting going oh yeah. Um, but it's a nice mystery, um, and it does have a good ending. Oh, it has um, a good it ending. It has an ending, um, and you kind of know this. It's got a decent ending because at the beginning, when she's describing going back to the house, she kind of has makes hints of that they are still together, but they're living elsewhere and things like that. It sort of reminds me of the short story called The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. Have you heard of? No. They, so it's a story that I'd read before about this woman who's like 
again like in these old timey black and white times as you would say <laughs> uh in a mental institution and she it's basically a short story told from her perspective and she thinks like you know she's she first like doesn't understand why she's been put in and like she's meeting her husband like he comes to visit and things and he's the one who put her in there and things and again it's told from many different perspectives like read from many different perspectives but then basically uh, like she starts to think that there's something sinister in the wallpaper oh. like there's like a bit that she keeps gets hyper fixated on and uh, like in the end i don't even remember how it ends but it's it's like from i think she's just like committed and that's that's her life so i'd always read it from like the mental illness sort of perspective or like sort of the women being under the men's influence at that time but then in university one of my professors looked at it from a fantasy horror perspective so he's like maybe actually she was you know it was like uh, like a haunted sort of thing and we just think that she was like insane but actually it was yeah she was just not believed which made me just it's it's different how different people it's interesting how different people so even this gave me that kind of vibe like depending on what perspective you're reading from the story changes a little bit and that's the brilliant thing about books mm-hmm. is that you know everybody can read the one book and yeah. everybody gets something different Absolutely. out of it as i say a lot of people will read this and say oh he's taking advantage of her yeah. you know this is quite a dark in that sense yeah but i read it from her sense that you know she's trying to get out of this horrible american lady's um control you know goes with him falls in love it's her first big romance kind of a thing yeah. and it's actually a, a romantic story especially the way you know it carries on yeah. um, but other people might read it and see it from a very kind yeah. of Mrs Danvers is really would scary. be a good book group kind yes. of thing uh-huh, yeah. yeah Mrs Danvers definitely needs therapy yes. Yes. <laughs> so mystery lady what about your book well, my book's not really a mystery, it's a crime, but since I am a mysterious person, I'm allowed <laughs> yeah. to pick a crime book. We, we can fit anything into B's Absolutely. books, maybe. Yeah, B's very generous <laughs> like that. So, as we said earlier, this is book number, what did I say it was? Number 10, 10. in the series, mm-hmm. so it was quite far on. So, you kind of just, you would be able to go back and read the other ones. But a body, is I'll read it out to you, a body is discovered at a popular Highland landmark. It seems like just another day in the job for DCI Jack Logan, who I love. I love him too. Beat it, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) Except this body is missing a very vital component, and given its location, the well of seven heads, it seems like someone is trying to send a message. But to whom? Now, I think we should clear something up first of all. Both Jackie and I, the mysterious person, love Jack. Jack Logan is just the best character ever. I discovered him first, however, so he's mine. No, 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 no. He's mine. Yes. Oh, but I, I like how casually it's like missing a vital part. What could it be? Oh, hell. My hair's on it. And the cover also has like, I don't know if it's Oh, my God, real. yes. I did say it was real, didn't It's you? a real place. It's like yeah. a real place and it's like all these kind of imposing men. Oh, that is quite a sinister. the body with no head is found yeah. beside these heads. Anyway, so it's just really all about them kind of solving the crime. But really go back to the first book and read it because you'll love Jack too. But obviously you can't have Jack because Jenny and I have got first <laughs> yeah, so We'd cheer him, I think, yeah. um, if, if, we really, if we really needed to. Um, but what I like about them, because obviously I've read them, is that they're set nearby but not too nearby. Mm. So that they're all set kind of Inverness. Kind of Highlands, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you kind of know bits and pieces, but... Yeah, um, and he's, I think, from Glasgow. He moved there, didn't he, in the first book? I think yeah. he moved up there. 
no, did not help them out, and then he eventually got a transfer yeah. because they think he was in the bad books. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so he's a, he's a bit of a bad boy, which is not the way he's portrayed by <laughs> Bob Hoon. No. Bob portrays him as a bit of a wuss, really. Yeah. Oh. But then, because I was thinking, mm, I don't know if I like this, but then now I obviously I love him, and then. Um, He's just, he's, so he's wait, lovely. Bob Hoon is this a TV? No, Bob Hoon's the spin-off. Oh right, right. And okay. Bob Hoon's kind of like not we down once, he'll jump up three times. He's almost like a caricature of himself, isn't he? Uh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. He gets shot at and battered and basically almost killed, but miraculously, yeah. he lives <laughs> to fight another day. <laughs> My favourite thing about Hoon is when he insults you. So he yes. swears quite a lot, but he doesn't just randomly use a bad word he kind of insults you and you don't really know sometimes mm. that you've been insulted oh, you have yeah. to think it's very of, imaginative yeah. Sweden. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good yeah I, I think like i wouldn't know i'd be like oh yeah look at this delightful man with with a glasgow accent i guess that i now recognize according to this book kind of yeah, there's quite a lot of times when characters could just kind of look at him and go i don't know what just happened <laughs> there i don't know what you've said to me but it won't no. Um, but it's very good because when you're reading the, the Logan books in order, you kind of get, get where, to know them. Yeah, yeah and um, then Hoon kind of, you know, goes elsewhere. Right. I've still not something. discovered. I'm not at that book oh. yet to find out what he oh. did to, to be booted out. Yeah. So that's a joy to come. All right. So who would you recommend this book to? You think just anybody who likes kind of Scottish crime or any crime really, but probably Scottish crime. Um, I just. They're just great, and you buzz through them. And as Jenny said, she's on the last one, yeah. and I don't want to get to be on the last one because yeah. I've still got another about twelve to read. Mm-hmm. Have something so to look yeah. forward. To. I feel like I can't read the last one until another one comes out mm-hmm. because I feel as if I'll be. You need something. Uh, yeah, but he is a very quick writer. Yeah, it's um, a quick read. I yeah. read two of them in like a day and a bit. I, I don't put, think I've read much crime, so I like it's not something I really gravitate towards. Mysteries, yeah, sometimes. Like, what do you think the difference between a mystery and a crime would be? Is there a difference? No, there's usually a dead body in a crime book. Whereas a mystery may just be a mystery. You know, somebody's disappeared. Yeah. But oh, know, right. Well, I've read dead. a lot of, I guess, that yeah. crime. <laughs> My things have a lot of dead bodies. <laughs> I think they're kind of lumped together, though, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Rebecca is a mystery, but it's classed as a classic. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't necessarily put it in a crime, because it's definitely not crime. Um, but you know. I think there's a lot of humour in that as well, so oh, you right. don't maybe dwell as much on the kind of nastiness of the crime because yeah. there's a lot of humour all the way through it as well. The yeah. good thing is there's a lot in them for all that they're really quick to read. There's a lot you can take out of them, which mm. is unusual because sometimes when things are really quick to read, you don't feel as if you've, there's any substance. There. Yeah. But these are really yeah because really there's a character in it, Tyler, who you think Jack Logan hates but then there's wee bits through it where you kind of think he does kind of like want mm. to look out for him yeah. but also they take the mic out of him constantly because he's a pain <laughs> with perfect hair yes boy band oh. which you'll find out later on why he's yeah. called boy band oh. um, yeah but you, then you get like wee snippets where like they are kind of you can see he does like want to kind of watch ah, they're kind yeah. of a family family yeah, yeah. that's what the vibe I got I find it really interesting because like you mentioned like Cornwall and you mentioned the Highlands and like place based like the two books that I chose I chose like I think the place basedness of it like got me really interested in it so this one's Glasgow and Death Set Sail is sort of a 
not as like a I guess like an homage to Agatha Christie's thing, Death on the River Nile. I want mm-hmm. to say. So yeah, so it's set in, in Egypt, and they do go like on a cruise along the river, and it's a series of um, books, and it's the last book in the series called Murder Most Unladylike. It's children's books, but really fun. I've recommended them to you, Jenny, yeah. and yeah. to other people. And it's just about these two uh, girls again in the nineteen twenties ish, who are schoolgirls in like boarding uh, in a boarding school, and pretty well off, like fancy. Like one is an aristocrat, one is like a rich Hong Kong girl. But uh, it's like they keep stumbling across dead bodies all the time, like in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, at one point you have to say, "Are they responsible for the death?" Like Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, like exactly. But no, so it's just it. It was nice to I think get to know a place through a character's eyes. Like in this case, so the characters themselves are from Glasgow, and they make these references to Glasgow things. But the writer is from not from Glasgow. I think like he visited and sort of got to know. But he did write a lot of places into it. So in this case, it was like oh familiar, yes, Glasgow. Whereas in this in Egypt's case, I was like I've never been to Egypt. So getting to know about things and especially like the touristy things, I guess, uh, from another pers- person's eyes because they are traveling. So for me, like I think the place. based mysteries were really interesting in the sense that it's not just about the characters and the plot but also about getting to know the mm-hmm. the space a little bit which i thought was really fun that's a good thing about like, the jd kirk books as because they're up in the highlands you kind of get to know a wee bit more you know it's quite wild in places and there's big you know huge distances sometimes that they have to travel yeah. and in rebecca being in cornwall it's more about like the weather and how Like they stay near a beach, and how you know the weather can have a real impact on that. Um, you know, and it's great to because you're visiting these places without yeah. going to them. Yeah, if you know what I mean. and then you can actually then go visit these places and sort of like you know it, these books have almost like given you a taster, and then you can be like, oh, I remember that from this book. To be fair, I think both the mysterious lady and I would be very disappointed if we went to Inverness and Jack <laughs> didn't come out. Oh, I'd be looking for a guided tour from Jack <laughs> <laughs> and probably dinner as well. Oh, but actually, yeah, there are so many guided tours based on books now. Yeah, I think right. for sp- like yeah, similar reasons, like just Outlander. I think is this big thing. Yeah, there's Game a Danny Rankin, there's a Rebus tour in Edinburgh as well. Is there? Oh, yeah. I see, like. You can tell because I think, like especially in like mysteries, the place adds so much atmosphere Absolutely. to the thing. And like Edinburgh, oh, that's a like good both sinister and mist, like lots of dead bodies. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, especially seems, the old town. Yeah, yeah, it seems like and like Birkin hair. I want to say, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean literally dead bodies. So, yeah, yes. Um, just as a wee aside, sorry, um, Parry, but I know that you have just finished reading, and then there were none, which was the book we spoke about last time, mm-hmm. and I have just about finished the book that you had recommended me. So oh. I just wondered how you got on with it. So and then there were none. Have you read it, Mystery Lady? No. So this is an Agatha Christie book that Jenny like talked me into in the last episode. Because it sounded so bonkers. Um, <laughs> basically, what nine people? No, nine ten. Ten, ten, ten people. people go onto this island for different reasons. Like they've been invited by a mystery person again. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. to the island. They don't know who this person is. They think they know who this person is, but essentially, this uh, person has gotten them there to kill them off. <laughs> Just yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're all in a place, 
beautiful island and they're all just like popping off one after the other and I loved it I was so into it because I listened to it in an audiobook and like immediately I think after I went home I downloaded and started listening but I also got really creeped out by it <laughs> because I was listening to it when I was by myself at home and usually I like listening to mystery audiobooks because they help me make connections and make theories and things because my brain is working at the back of my head but in this case, I didn't want to think too closely because I was like, I have an overactive imagination. These people are dying in like, they're by themselves on this island. I'm by myself with my cat. <laughs> Did you look under the bed? <laughs> I, I would not. I don't want to know. Ignorance is very much bliss. So I was getting really creeped out. And then last week I came into work and I had the last sort of 30 minutes left to go to listen to when they were figuring it out and I just I, I usually love being at the library but I was just waiting to leave <laughs> so that I could listen to the rest of it and it's, yeah. it's a good one it's a good one yeah and it was nice like the pepper clues in throughout but Agatha Christie she still feels so modern like she's written this in what the 1920s 30s 40s whatever it still feels like there's, like, obviously I hadn't encountered it at all. And you might enjoy it as well because I know you like mysteries, mystery lady. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's just, like, trying to figure out, like, trying to be cleverer than Agatha Christie and then figuring out that actually maybe you're not, not as clever as Agatha Christie. And she, she makes enough trails yeah. that you, you get quite smug at one point and you uh-huh. think, oh, I know, yeah. and then that's all... See, usually I get really smug because I like figuring out in this case I was like no I just want to I just I don't want to be creeped out I don't want to like I wasn't thinking Last too page. much <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I mean I could like I should could have like probably in a book but audiobooks I didn't know where the last page was I was like oh no I just need to know but yes so it was a great recommendation thank good, you good and I love the book that you recommended um, Once Upon a Tome oh yes Yes. Um, it is a perfect lunchtime book so I don't always get a full hour for my lunch because I'm usually doing seven other things mm-hmm. so it's a perfect book to just because there's no rhyme or reason to the order of mm-hmm. it you can just read a small section and it's perfect in that just tiny wee section yeah. so everybody knows I'm not a big fan of non-fiction but I would recommend this and I will recommend it to Mysterious Lady because I know that she also likes books about books yeah um. <laughs> and this is a book about bookshop a bookshop and weird books and the weird people who one encounters in a bookshop which again I had a lot of library parallels going <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> so yes that's what Jenny said did you find like you could recognize yes, uh-huh, people yes I've got just a wee bit left but um and they also um Oliver also kind of um they separate the customers into like um groups um, and that's kind of what, you know, library people do. No, so, we don't. We're, we love our customers. We do we love never. them. But uh, sometimes, you know, they come under a certain certain group. With um, a lot of love and affection. Yes, but yes, absolutely. we probably do that with each other Yes, as well. exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a very good book if you just want to read and you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. But you want to read something like that's a whole... Like a snack. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. yes. Thank you, mysterious lady. Um, it's it's wonderful. Um, uh, so I'm nearly finished it, and a wee bit of me doesn't want to finish it. Um, yeah. But at the moment we're we're like in the cellars. Oh like yes. They, so they have 
sailors that they keep some of their Have you in. met the mystery mystery the lady? Yes, yes. there is oh, yeah. the so It's not you, don't worry. She's slightly skinnier. Um, also, she's in London, which is a bit of a trip yes. from Coatbridge. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so um, I just thought it was nice that we had both read each other's yeah. um, recommendations oh, it, straight away last yes. time. So. And it's both like things we wouldn't usually have picked up no. otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Fantastic. I think B is pretty happy, well, hopefully. With both our choices and our mystery guest, because she does like mysteries. And I'm pretty sure that if B did read the Logan books, she would also fall for Jack Logan. She's a plant. You don't have much competition. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true. She doesn't have legs. She can't chase (laughs) someone. Even though he's not real. No, but we would chase him. He's real to you. Yes, I would chase a fictional person for sure. (laughs) Uh, So what's our next challenge, Jenny? Has B told you before? He has informed me, yep. And it is, should you judge a book by its cover? Oh. So as we know, we all look at a cover of a book mm. and we immediately think, will we like yeah. it, will we not like it? Yeah. Um, so I think she wants us to kind of have a wee challenge and, and have a look and see, would we judge this book by its cover? Oh, just a quick wrap up. Based on the books that you have currently, do you think the book matches your cover, Jenny? There are lots and lots of different covers for Rebecca. I really like this I one. I like this one. It's quite simple mm-hmm. um, but you've got the scary house in the back yeah. um, and I'm pretty sure if you look close enough Mrs Danvers is at one of the windows oh no I don't want to look close <laughs> enough exactly <laughs> what about you mystery lady do you think well it, it is quite sinister this cover well it does now that Jenny's told me that it's a real place um, but I was kind of imagining the Easter Island heads but oh, obviously yeah. it's nothing to do with them no. so um yeah, it probably does match it, yeah. So it's a real place in the Highlands? It's a real place, yeah. Yep. Oh, but There's a big long story about why there's, I think it's seven heads are there, uh, which I can't quite remember, but I'm pretty sure it's something to do with the Jacobites. Oh, right. I might be lying. Um, but now it's true because yes, it's out I've there in that. the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I would have found it sinister had you not said a headless body was found under <laughs> it. So maybe it's very, it's a very pretty place to go to, but not But not myself. if you find a headless yeah, body. Yes, not no. if you find a headless body. In this case, I think the madness of the cover does kind of match the madness of the book because the characters, there's like a hobgoblin who really loves playing pranks and things. And then there's this um, sort of underground MMA fighter, a goth, who he's found, who becomes his like assistant accountant sort of thing, very unusual for. And she, yeah, so it just, it's like mad characters, Glasgow mad place. So like, I think it kind of, yeah. yeah. it does. And I have to say, I'm slightly disappointed having read the book, so that the wizard van is not on the front. I don't know if you've came across Yes, I have, yes, yet. yes, yes. <laughs> it's a mad wizard van where she's on uh, like this goth, a kid, well, kid, lady, is on the top of a lizard, like going to battle and like things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. She I just has a van like that. I'd love to Glasgow. see that driving around Glasgow. Me too. I'm sure that uh, such a similar thing exists, <laughs> if anywhere, yes. Glasgow. Yes, but I think that's it for us from today. Thank you, Mystery Lady, for being a part. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>